Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled that we are offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, allowing parents and children to connect from all around the globe. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. The these discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to Thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday and we just dropped the thought piece this past Sunday. So definitely be sure to meander over to the website and check out our content. If you're looking for listening alternatives, we are also available on 10 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure and providing you access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, definitely be sure to subscribe hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post and of course if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going like comment and share this segment let's get into it Sally. Hello everyone and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And this week our topic of discussion is education. Now before getting started, a few housekeeping items. We want to make sure that we put it on your radar that we will be going live twice this month on our Facebook page and we'll be covering topics that relate to closure this month. So we're going to be talking about closure and I think it's the appropriate time to talk about it as we all gear up for the end of 2021. and get ready to transition into 2022. So our live events are paid events. So if it is the case that you see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis as a game changer, then might I suggest one of our package plans. So we have different package plans. The idea is that we will be going live at minimum twice every month. We hope for it to become more frequent as the events gain more popularity. And over and above these live events, we also have workshops, webinars, and potentially retreats planned for our different members as part of our community. So definitely be sure to check out the package plans and take advantage of the sweet, sweet deals that we have in place for you. As it relates to our calendar for 2022, we will be releasing our thematic calendar mid-December. So you should see it in about two weeks. 
It will give you a sense of the topics that we hope to discuss next year and will also give you a sense of how we're going to be focusing our attention on the growth of the game changers within our community. So I wanted to put that on your radar and make sure that you have a sense of what's available to you. So be sure to check out the website and see which plan aligns best with your interests. Now that that's spoken of and on your radar, let's jump into today's topic on education. We're going to be talking about the benefits of embedding values that foster self-directed learning. So even if you are in a traditional learning environment, no matter what your learning environment is, it's important that you recognize the distinction between being led, so having a facilitator-led educational experience, and also having a self-directed learning experience and putting equal value on both. It's so important that we learn how to follow and pay attention and, and be guided, but it's definitely equally important that we take the reins to our learning and we are the ones in different situations leading and directing our own learning. So in order for this to take place for ourselves and even for the people that we're raising, the little people that we're raising, it's important that we have different values embedded that foster and that nourish and fuel self-directed learning. So without further ado, I'll jump into my five tips. So these are the five foundational habits that will foster a self-directed mindset that will enable you to be the one to direct your learning and to also set yourself up for success with the different learning objectives that you have for yourself for the upcoming year or for whatever it is that you have in mind. So the first thing that we need to think about when it comes to self-directed learning is what our baseline is for motivation. And when we think about the baseline for motivation, a lot of us are dreamers. We like to dream, we like to live in our imagination, but typically when we transition from our dreams and our imagination and the different visions we have, there's a different level of energy when we transition into reality. And when you make note of that shift between how excited and how energized you feel about your dream and then the shift that takes place when you recognize the disparity between your vision and that you know dream and all of the ways that it translates in your life and then the reality of it all how much of a dip did you experience in your motivation now for some of us there is no dip we're equally motivated when we put it you know in real terms as we are when it's sort of in ideal terms but for the most of us there is a bit of a dip in motivation and it's important that we take note of that dip in our motivation because then we can bridge the gap. So it's very important that we learn for ourselves how to bridge our gap between how we feel when we idealize different situations and circumstances and we have a vision of things that would really excite us if they were to come to pass and then how we feel knowing how much work is in front of us to get there. And when we bridge the gap between the levels of motivation that we have and we see the amount of work involved in getting to a place where we've attained that goal, then we're in a better position to bridge that gap. So it's important that we understand the baseline motivation and sometimes it's a baseline that is fairly static. It's a fairly steady baseline no matter what it is that we're trying to amp ourselves up to achieve. But for the most part, our baseline motivation levels are dependent on the goals and the objectives that we have in place. And it's important that we make note of our baseline levels of motivation, recognize how much motivating we'll actually need and preemptively set ourselves up with an incentive plan, with a reward strategy to help us navigate the journey and the trajectory towards making those dreams a reality. So that's very important when it comes to directed learning to get a sense of our baseline levels of motivation and be honest with yourself. No one's judging you. Sometimes when we think about the 
sheer amount of work, the magnitude of work that is going to be required to manifest the things that we have in our minds. It can be very daunting and that can be very intimidating and that can also kind of dampen our levels of motivation. But as long as you have some sort of baseline, there's always a way to build that motivation up. And that's all part of the learning process when we are self-directed in the way that we approach different objectives and tasks and goals that we have in mind. So that's the first tip for you, which leads us to our second tip, which is how to get motivated. And I love this one because it's so different for each of us. And the more you spend time with yourself and you spend time trying to find ways to truly motivate yourself to move forward, so you're not dragging your feet to accomplish the things that matter to you, you start to realize like what things actually motivate you. So what incentives actually motivate you, whether it's on a day-to-day -day or hour-by-hour -hour basis, and you start to self-manage and self-regulate yourself in alignment with the ways and the strategies that actually motivate you. So it's a very cool exercise. It's a really great way to get to know yourself is when you're actually trying to motivate yourself. A lot of us, what we do when we feel a lack of motivation is we just accept it. We just kind of embrace the fact, hey, we're no longer motivated and we aren't compelled to shift gears and to try to like re-amp ourselves up and like energize us or, you know, encourage us to keep moving forward. We kind of dragging our feet if we end up getting back to task. But I think that it's really a great way to get to know yourself when you think to yourself, okay, I'm, I've lost motivation like I really don't want to do this like how can I like reignite that motivation and you try different things and when you find the things that click and it'll be more than one thing but it's again very different for each of us then you know how to get yourself kick-started when it comes time to refuel and to re-energize and re-motivate yourself for the task at hand to accomplish your goals your dreams or your objectives. So that's super important. It's an opportunity, again, to get some self-knowledge, some knowledge about yourself. It's funny because sometimes even my motivation palette, like the different things that motivate me differ depending on what it is that I'm striving for. Um, or sometimes it differs by the season. Sometimes it, differs, it differs month to month. But I've done this exercise enough that I know like what tools in my motivation toolkit do I need to bring out to keep myself motivated to stay on task for the things that are gonna require my time, my commitment, my energy, and my focus for a long-term, midterm basis. So it's very important that you learn and you recognize that it is going to be a process of learning to get a sense of what keeps you motivated. Which leads us to our third point, and I brush in on our second point, is you know what really incentivizes you. And a lot of us are conditioned to respond to the incentives that were available. And I say that very intentionally because sometimes you know someone offers us a gold star and because we think that we're supposed to be happy about a gold star, we allow the gold star to incentivize us. We kind of passively allow it to be an incentive. But when we go deep down, the gold star doesn't really mean a whole heck of a lot to us. Or maybe it does, it depends on who you are. But when you learn what really incentivizes you and you offer yourself that incentive, it's also like increasing the bond, the level of trust, the level of confidence that you have with yourself as well. So when I think about different incentives, which coincide with how I maintain and stay motivated, I also think about the things that I've been conditioned to be incentivized by and if whether or not those things are actually incentives, like how long does that incentive actually have an effect on me? And when it came to gold stars, I mean, I like the competition aspect of it. If I was getting a gold star and there's a limited amount of gold stars, then maybe it might interest me for a little bit, but it really was very circumstantial. And now that I'm older, like when it comes to external reward, like if it's an incentive that really is about pitting me against other people, it's not really an incentive that speaks too much to me, to be honest. But it's important that when you think about how you incentivize yourself on your journey towards self-directed learning, like you give yourself incentives that actually feel good, like feel good incentives. And so for me, sometimes 
sometimes a feel-good incentive are more experience-based, right? So if I meet certain milestones and I reward myself with an experience or with a moment to myself or with a, a different, you know, treatment, whatever the case might be, but I find that material incentives are much less meaningful to me, have much less of an impact on my sense and overall sort of levels of motivation than different experiences that I allow myself, that I can be excited about, that I can visualize on when it comes to different milestones that I achieve that, towards a specific objective. So, so that's the third point. So the fourth point, and this is really funny, but it's so relevant. And sometimes we like to brush it under the rug because we all think that, hey, you know, we're adults, we're super mature, we handle everything with grace and with dignity. But when you're self-directed and you're learning, you need to learn how to self-soothe. You need to know how to manage your own frustrations and the different attitudes and behaviors and emotions that are going to be triggered and that are going to ignite and erupt during your process, during the, the journey that you will be on towards learning something that you are guiding yourself to. So the only person that loses is you. There's no one else driving you towards this objective. There's no one else who is going to benefit from you achieving this objective. You are the one that's going to have to own like the full weight of the frustrations that are going to come with some of the obstacles that you come face with, some of the emotions, some of the, the feelings of dejection. If it's not happening as quickly as you want, like you need to learn how to self-soothe yourself through those different processes in a way that you can keep managing and pushing forward. And I'm telling you like, as we grow and like with everything that you're doing, you're always growing. The way that you respond to soothing is so different. And I found like how I used to allow myself to be soothed, like how I soothed myself 10 years ago is very different from how I soothe myself and comfort myself now. But I recognize like when I'm dealing with different frustrations and with different emotions, there are different ways that I soothe myself that really work and that allow me to just not dwell and be stuck in those emotions for too long because you know I have timelines associated with different milestones and for some of the milestones you just have to accept that it's not going to happen within a given frame of time with others you don't want to be stuck in emotion so long that it completely throws off your timeline so it's very important that you recognize what it is that you need when you're frustrated to help you kind of quell that frustration in an adaptive and healthy way and as quickly as is as is needed and I say that because you still want to give yourself the space to be frustrated but you don't want to like allow yourself to be stuck in that state of frustration and there is a difference between the two of them I believe in giving your emotions space to be and then letting them go but you need to recognize like how much space you actually need and then how much space is kind of you know you going over the top with it and only you can know that and only you can manage that when you're guiding yourself in the realm of self-directed learning all to say and this brings us to the last point that I'll be covering today is the taste of accomplishment is so much more rewarding it tastes so much better when you've done it for yourself and by yourself. The taste of accomplishment is like no other. And as someone who like, again, like I've been in formal learning settings and I appreciate the benefits that come from facilitator-led learning or from learning where I'm learning from an itinerary, I'm learning from a syllabus, everything is sort of planned and plotted out for me. When I plan and plot out my own itinerary, where I'm gonna put my energy, how much time and effort I put on any given day, and I finally reach the objective that I'm looking for, and I've done it all on my own, the accomplishment, I'm telling you, 
like no other, like the sense of just like inner confidence that builds and like, yeah, you know, I did that and you feel so good about yourself. And then the confidence boost is a for real confidence boost. It's not like this makeshift inflation. It's like, I really did that on my own. I'm confident that I can do it again and for bigger, more challenging, more complex goals. So never underestimate the power of self-satisfaction that you're going to feel when you accomplish something on your own and when you self-directed that entire process and that entire experience. It is the je ne sais quoi of existence, I tell you. So be on the lookout for that, especially if you're putting together your New Year's resolutions. And if you are doing that, make sure you take a look at the video I did just a couple of weeks ago to help you navigate and build yourself a frame to set yourself up for success for your New Year's resolutions. But now on top of like setting up your New Year's resolutions, I talked about timelines and how I organized myself preemptively so that I could maximize the amount of resolutions that I accomplished by the end of the year. And this is kind of how we do it, right? We take on a completely different mindset. We're the ones self-directing this journey. And sometimes when we are being self-directed, like when we're not used to being the ones who are in the driver's seat to the experiences that we have, we don't quite know where to start. And now you definitely do. So that's this segment on education, different tools. And honestly, we could go on, but I thought that five would be a good, healthy start. As you think about your self-directed journey and all of the different ways that you're going to take autonomy and you're going to be the one that drives your growth and learning over this next coming year. If you have any questions, definitely be sure to comment down below or you can send me a note. That's always great as well. And I look forward to seeing you in our next video. We'll talk to you soon.